Welcome back to an all new episode of the Social Girls Podcast. You are here with the two co-founders of Social Show, Coco and Hannah. We specialize in social media and event management with the main goal of helping others to spread the why of their business. Join us as we chat to some very interesting business owners and discuss all the latest social trends. So what are we waiting for? Let's jump into today's new episode. Welcome back to the Social Girls Podcast. Let's dive right into today's new episode with special guests for this week. We're sitting here with Adelaide-based career coach, Matilda Rose. Welcome. Hello. Hello. That intro. Okay. <laughs> it's like I should. I usually check before we actually do the podcast. Ready to jump into it. <laughs> How are you this week? Yeah, good. Monday, busy Monday. Happy to be here and, and chatting with you guys. It's fun to kind of leave the house and, and break up the routine and yeah, excited to just have a chat and share a bit about, I guess, my background and what I do and yeah. hopefully provide some inspo and tips and tricks for your listeners. Perfect. <laughs> do you want to jump straight in and just tell us a little bit about yourself so everyone listening can get to know Matilda? Absolutely. So I'll take um, a little step back and I guess not start at the start, otherwise we'll be here for days, <laughs> but um, to kind of take you back to my uni days. So um, when I finished school, I loved psychology. I'd done it as a subject and that was enough of a reason for me to go, okay, let's study psychology at, at uni. And I loved the degree. I loved the course. I made some really beautiful connections and knew that I wanted to work with people and, and help people. Um, but at the end of the degree, towards the end of the degree, I was like, shit, what am I actually going to do with this degree now? And I was kind of like, I just, I didn't really think about it that much throughout the course. It was just like so busy day to day. I had not, not really a plan or goals of what I was actually going to do with it. And I decided not to go down the clinical path and not to become a psychologist, much to my mum's disappointment. She was like, (laughs) just go back and do your masters. You know, you've come so far. And it was just... I knew in my gut that I just didn't want to go down this path. So took a bit of time off. Um, I'm originally from Kangaroo Island, so my family's over there. So I'm a, a bit back and forth between the two places. And then sort of decided after a couple of years, okay, it's time to, to move back to the city, the big city, Adelaide, and um, get, a, get a real job and found myself like had no idea what I was looking for. My resume was looking back so crap and somehow wound up in recruitment and luckily really loved it the very people facing and um I spent a few years doing that and then I at the start of 2020 decided this was the year that I was going to travel I was going to go find myself um I was going to like start in LA go to Coachella and then make my way down South America it was going to be like a, a big sort of you know indefinite trip quit my job, moved out of home because I was living with my grandma at the time and I just thought, give her some space. There's this thing called COVID rolling around so I don't want to give her that um, and was all ready for this trip. And then, of course, everyone knows what happened in 2020 and I've (laughs) repeated this story a few times, but I was all of a sudden at a point where I I had no job, I had no home, um, essentially, and no overseas trip to find myself and that's where... Like I was completely lost. Like I was, I did not know what my next step was. I spent a lot of time in a bit of self-pity and a bit of like, fuck my life. Why would, you know, this happen to me? Very victim mentality. Um, But that was where after some time, the idea of starting my own business and being a life coach came to mind. And 
I guess we'll talk about, I guess, a bit more of the nitty gritty about that as we go along. But that was sort of the background for for where I am now, because I think it's important knowing context because it's so easy to look at someone and be like, oh, my God, like, you know, they're full time in their own business and they've got their shit together. And wow, they've got it so easy. And it so has not been that journey for me. And I I love hearing other people's stories and I want to be vulnerable and share the ups and downs so that people know that it's just such a normal part of the part of the process I like that you shared your story of that time in particular because I was very much similar to you in terms of I guess the timing of 2020 would have been the year I traveled and you know because I decided I would um, do uni straight from school because then you know it kept the the momentum happening Mm. I guess I didn't want to Mm. stop and start and then um, after I you know sort of towards the wrap up of that I was also yeah going to do all this traveling and blah 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 (laughs) And then, yeah, COVID really just... Fucked shit up. Pretty much. You could have said that better. Like, it really just... You really just... If you didn't have... If you were relying on that, you know, that holiday to, you know, that overseas trip to find yourself and Mm. to, you know, take some time away from the normal day-to-day life, Mm. like, so many people, including my friends as well, we were all in a similar boat, and it was just like, crap, now what? Like, I'm not Mm. even sure you know what I want to do I'm not even sure that my job is is currently going to be a job because Mm. of COVID as well so yeah it was a really 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 tricky time to be perfectly honest and I think like what you're saying like it was almost like this collective universal thing of not being able to escape from reality in our real lives and really having to sit in and like think deeply okay this is what I'm doing like what am I doing yeah like who am I yeah is what I'm doing aligns with who I am and there was such like deep reflection and and I think like obviously we were literally locked in I hate that we're talking about COVID so much because I just want to forget about it but I think it's (laughs) it's been fundamental fundamental to what I to why I do what I do because a lot of people were questioning the path that they were on and um like a lot of my clients over the past couple of years they said that they really questioned whether they were living in alignment to who they were and their values. And they wanted, mm-hmm. I guess, support of looking at, okay, so this is what I'm, this is what I'm doing. This is the path that I am, that I'm on. What do I actually want? Because very rarely are we given the space and the time and like universally to yeah. ask ourselves, is this what I truly deeply want? And a lot of the time it wasn't. It was like the entire world just went on, not pause, but yeah, had to change the way, you know, it, it was just crazy. It wasn't just because most of the time, you know, everything just happens. Day, every single day happens, every week mm. happens and everyone's in this groove and momentum and mm-hmm. the only rest time you have is when you obviously take rest. Mm. And that's never really in alignment with everyone else. <coughs> um, and that's never really in alignment with everyone else. But when COVID happened everybody literally had the exact same time frame to just stop and reflect and yeah there was no there was no hiding there was no escape there Mm. was no you know I'm just gonna like you know move out of home and that'll fix everything or I'm just gonna like go overseas and fix everything it was like I don't know it was like this global thing where it was like no everybody needs to stop and reflect on their life yeah totally it was was a crazy time it was weird yeah no you're Um, right people couldn't run away from whatever they were potentially suppressing or bearing or avoiding you had to face your demons quote unquote and so I think you know that's why we heard of so many um 
divorces and separations and because I think it was like a real time for that yeah. anyway that that was a, a bit of the piece of my journey and, and yeah how I got to there so uh, yeah I don't, I don't like giving COVID too much airtime but it is <laughs> a crucial piece both for myself and for my clients yeah, it's a part of your your timeline and your stepping stone yeah. to yeah so let's leave COVID <laughs> <laughs> please moving on to <laughs> The next question I want to know is all about your actual now job title and how, I guess, is that relevant today and what does it mean for people today to mm. potentially work with you? I want to know all about it. Cool. Yeah, so I'm a career coach, um, but I almost feel like it doesn't fully capture everything that I do because yeah. there's a really large mindset component to it. So. There's like a lot of different career coaches out there as well. So I would say I'm like, you know, your next career move coach. So Mm -hmm. whether it's going for that internal promotion or a brand new job completely, maybe it's the same industry, different, different industry, or maybe it's even starting a side business. Like mostly it's securing a new job that maybe pays more, provides more flexibility, more balance, more job satisfaction. Um, and that seems to be like the bulk of my work one-on-one with clients. Um, and as like, as we we're talking about, like with people really deeply reflecting and asking themselves is what I'm doing, what I truly want. That's kind of where I come in and supporting them with. So there's sort of like a three-step um process to my to my coaching so clarity mindset and um strategy so the mindset component is majority um and it's funny because when people come and and want to work with me it's all about like um their career and the job and all of the what i would say potentially more surface level things important things your career and your job is so important but what's funny is that when we start working together it's actually like so much deeper than that and and goes you know connects to their beliefs and their thoughts and their programming and their conditioning and they don't realize like how deep we go with that because otherwise if we just if I just help someone get a job because they say that they want a job without actually going behind the why and their intention and their mission and their purpose then the same challenges and issues and problems for them are going to keep popping up like time and time again so that's why clarity is so important and even throughout the process of getting clarity on your goals and what you want can be very therapeutic in and of itself so it's like first step clarity what is it that that you want and then going a few layers deeper than I just want a new job okay well you know why like what are your values how does a new job potentially align to that then all of the mindset like stuff is just um there each step of the way and then also the strategy so given my background in recruitment and talent acquisition I didn't realize it at the time but I had all this information and knowledge and expertise when it comes to resume writing LinkedIn networking um, that I just assumed everyone knows this stuff and it wasn't until I started working with clients it's like oh well this is this is my area of expertise and I'd love to you know we can map out your whole LinkedIn profile and I'll help you write your resume and it really was clear to me that there was like mindset like obviously you need that that self-belief to go after what you want to chase your dreams to go after and believe that you're worthy of a dream career and then it's also implementing the right strategy connecting with the right people being seen by the right people um ensuring you have a strong resume that actually 
you know, reflects your skills and experience and also LinkedIn, which I feel like is a whole other, whole other thing that I'm just obsessed with. Um, but yeah, I, I tend to get on a tangent. So I went on a tangent there, but it's absolutely relevant today, especially with women, because there's a, a stat that I, I think is really interesting about applying for jobs and that belief piece. Mm. And Women on average, so we're talking on average, not everyone, women on average will apply to jobs when they tick 100% of the selection criteria, whereas males on the other side will, on average, will apply to jobs when they tick 60% of the selection criteria. So my mission is really to empower, I mean, I work with, with people of all genders, specific, like probably majority female identifying clients because yeah. there's that gap in belief of what they think they can do to actually what they are yeah. capable of. Yeah. So that's a little bit about, yeah, a little bit of, I think, why it's very relevant to today and working with a coach. Yeah, no, I really love this whole, I'd feel like, even if I think to back when, I don't know, I guess my mum, you know, was in a, she's been a hairdresser now for, oh God, absolutely no idea. I'm going to say like maybe around the 30 year mark Mm. or so she's been for a really long time. Mm. But that just like wasn't a thing back then. You sort of just did what you did and I just think how many people might potentially be in jobs that they've or careers I should say that they're just in because that's just what they did when they left school mm. and then now they're just doing it yeah um I mean my mom loves being a hairdresser that's like a terrible example but like mm. you know you even think just now it's just like that mindset part if you don't have that part and then you don't sort of I guess work on and come to why you want to do that job and all those types mm. of things you're right those same challenges and obstacles and things are still going to come up mm. and if you don't get to you know if you just think i want to i need a career change mm. um you know so i'm just going to make a career change but if you haven't gone okay why do you want a career change what you know what what do you want to change to mm. what has that you know got to do with you know what you're capable of and all those types of things because yeah, yeah if you don't come to the realization of the why mm. that the problems and the issues generally don't just go away no <laughs> they usually stay there no matter what career path you're in mm-hmm. so it's really cool that um there are people like you who offer this because i think it's a really really cool thing mm. and i think like you just kind of reminded well highlighted like with the straight out of school and kind of falling into certain yeah. roles and paths i don't think schools do a very good job of really selling to students like the full picture of what life is like it's like I felt like there was this sort of underlying current of pressure that was it was just like the done thing you finish school you go to uni you get a job but like I took a gap year and I loved it like it just taught me so much about the real world and travel and, and everything and um you know looking back I went to uni because that's just what everyone did like that's just what was kind of expected and and the norm and um you know I was having a chat with um some friends on the weekend and just talking about how schools like we don't learn about starting a business or finances or super or investing or I would have loved to have learned about all those 100% like my whole job is finance and I have no finance oh exactly that's like being a business owner like you wear all the hats like you're the receptionist the PA the accountant um you know you're you're wearing all these different hats that you really have to like you don't know how to do these things until you're in it and actually doing it and just like throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks kind of thing um but 
I schools is an area that like I've been talking to a couple of schools about doing a bit of work with you know year 11s and year 12s not that I can you know change the world but I do want to empower especially young females with the tools and the strategies to Mm. question like their path that's potentially laid out for them and and knowing that like it sounds cheesy and I remember thinking oh no but I can't just do anything if I put my mind to it but it is true like you can do anything you put your mind to so it's really showing them how that's possible and I guess just sharing you know my background and my journey as well yeah no I think your background and journey as well um is like I think schools also maybe need to realize that times have changed too yes sorry to bring it up again but COVID did happen and life's Mm. very different now um things are very much online and everything yeah I mean I would have loved someone like you to come come speak um Mm. you know when I was in year 11 and 12 because it was very much this major peer pressure to um to go to uni Mm. um you know I was lucky that I had two sisters older sisters um that didn't necessarily do that sort of strict timeline so Mm -hmm. that made me feel a bit more comfortable that I could do you know and they turned out all right (laughs) one of three girls I'm one of three girls as well (laughs) yes I'm the oldest (laughs) so So I paved the way I I had a I had a gap year Charlotte had a gap year I think maybe two and now my younger sister Asia she's on her second gap year now so I think she's like like you you know she's seen it's not the traditional go to uni straight away um and she's kind of change the degree that she's doing a, a few times and yeah um and it's I should, okay yeah. to do that because you're Absolutely. at an age where realistically like you're what 18 19 20 years old you don't know what the heck's going on god no <laughs> don't i don't know what i'm much. doing and i'm just turned 29 i still yeah, you know you my know. past's changing and it's, I, that's changed. so okay yeah 100%. and I, I think like what you were saying with your you know your mum being a hairdresser for so long that generation, they do st- stick in their roles and in their careers yeah. long, long, long term. Our generation and the generation after us, I don't know, I get confused with like Gen Z, Gen Y, Gen X. Yeah, um, <laughs> like we job hop, we hop around. Like yeah. two to three years is a really long time in the corporate world to be in one role. And the really interesting thing about that is that the job hoppers are making way more money than those who have been loyal and staying with the one employer for a long time. So one of my key messages to like followers and connections is that ensure that you're being loyal to the right employer, like ensure that they are looking after you, you know, money wise, team wise, you've got a good manager, there's a good culture, a good environment, you're able to grow and have growth opportunities. You know, there's there's certain things that you can measure. Like I'm not really big into numbers and, and measurements and stuff, but there are certain things that you can kind of assess your job and your career yeah. against to ensure that, like, am I being loyal to the to the right employer? Yeah, I think it's also important to say as well that you can outgrow things as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I look at where we are right now with social show, and I think we can both agree that in however many years' time that things could be completely different. It looks so different yeah <laughs> which is exciting as well yeah and we've already since what, <laughs> it's, it's only been since the end of 2021 and we've already changed so much yeah, um because you just you do you just mm. grow and that's that's okay and i think we now live in a world where it's okay to admit that you've outgrown something or you need mm. change or whatever you need mm. um you know whether you need to completely change industries or whether 
you do need to go travel for a year and come back mm. and, you know and it's cool that we live in I, I like that we we have that generation now and we live in times like now where you can it's okay to do that yeah slowly getting there yeah um but yeah I love the idea of you chatting to schools because I mm. think it would be so beneficial mm. um just yeah. to start I think from as young start. you know as from as young as possible to know that there's options there's not just the one you know path and the one pathway isn't for everyone obviously there's not a one-size-fits-all so just to what I was saying to one of the um, career coordinators is that like I want to empower them to know that they don't have to have it all worked out but they have the tools and the strategies and the information because knowledge is power so having these things to know that they can, you know, take on and apply and go for whatever it is that they want when that time comes. Um, because I think there's already so much pressure to have it all worked out and to have it have the whole plan, you know, worked out. Like one of my besties from uni, she was so type A personality, loved her, she's bloody crazy, but she was, you know, perfectionist and had to have everything to the detail yeah. worked out and mapped out. And I didn't have, like, she was off, you know, volunteering and doing all this, these things for, and I was like, oh, I don't, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, you're stressing me out. Um, but it doesn't have to be like that. Like, yeah. I might not traditionally be using my degree right now, but it certainly has given me like the foundation to support my coaching work. And, you know, I made connections and I might not have gotten into recruitment had I not had that advantage. So I didn't have it all mapped out, but each step of the journey has, has helped me somehow. Yeah. Yeah. I am just going to also jump in and say that if, right now as she's coughing if Kona hasn't spoken a lot this episode it's because she's sick so when, when I do the editing process if you hear little bits of coughing it's because poor Coco's sick so she's here you'll yeah. hear her little bits of pieces you hear um, a giggle yeah a little giggle here and there um, the next question I wanted to ask you which I think is so important um, I was reading on your website and you mentioned about I guess that sort of down part in your life during COVID and all those types of things I would love for you to share some advice for people who um you know we're sort of I guess not past COVID but we are past that massive first hurdle of it so mm-hmm. let's just say someone is you know about to graduate from school and they are feeling like they're in that rut of what the heck am I doing mm. um what advice from what you learned would you give give to someone mm. yeah it's a great question um <laughs> takes me back to that time and I guess there's a few different pieces the first is to not make it mean anything about you because I think very it's when we're in that mindset and and feeling stuck and low in and in a rut it's really easy and and um kind of our instinct to to come up with stories and make it mean something about us it's like oh well you know it's because of I did xyz or I should have done xyz and i hate shoulds and that's another thing my clients know that we just do not do shoulds um so yeah the first piece would be to not let it mean anything about you and i think it's in those times where we don't know what the fuck we're doing that we actually get to deeply know ourselves if had we not gone you know to those depths uh, like had i not gone to those depths i wouldn't have i wouldn't have known exactly you know not exactly who I am because I'm still learning but like um uh I wouldn't know who I am what I wanted 
what I valued and wouldn't I don't if I hadn't had that time I don't think I'd be doing what I'm doing now because it's almost like you know you've got to go that low and be you know in the mud and in the muck to get to the light at the end of the tunnel and to you know I love so I've got this um necklace with a lotus on it and you know the, the lotus flower grows in the mud and in the muck and I think it's just such a symbol for that time for me and I learned so much so I think you know if anyone out there is is going through that really you know low stuck point it's just feeling your feelings not making it mean anything and know that you know it's it's there's something to learn like there's an opportunity here for you to get to know yourself on a on a level that you wouldn't have otherwise got to um and I know it's like a bit corny and a bit like you know cheesy but that there will be light at the end of the tunnel and it's going to be all the more brighter for all this shit that you're currently going through yeah I think Kogo and I are firm believers in that we always we always say that and you know um I even when little things happen um whether it's got to do with career-wise or not career-wise I think it's so important to just yeah not take it so seriously and such as like a personal attack I Mm. guess it's just like no the world's just throwing this at you there is a life lesson here and it's only going to make you grow yeah you know what I mean it's just going to teach you something new everything always happens for a reason for there's sure. a learning there's a, there's something in there there's yeah it's just happening to piss you off yeah so. yeah absolutely it's like going from being the victim of circumstance to what can i learn from this yeah. so like from like like why has this happened to me to what what can i learn essentially yeah, definitely just that reframe definitely and sometimes if you don't have that then it's very hard to move forward mm. yeah, it's very hard sure. to be like what's my next step how am i going to get out of this mm. you know, stay in this negative mindset for way longer than you need to be yep. yeah yeah i was there know what yeah, that's like get over that. and yeah. it's a control thing too which is another element which is really interesting to think about like you know you couldn't control covid mm. at the time like, mm. like i could imagine how frustrated i never went into the process of like actually thinking or planning about a trip but you did by the sounds of it <laughs> yeah um, exactly so, so you did get to go to coachella yeah um, i know i'm still waiting <laughs> that for was, that was the one i know I I had free tickets to Coachella that year, so... Oh, my God. Um, I don't even want to know who hat was... No, nah, neither. I can't remember. I, I blocked it out. I But, yeah, no, seriously, though, it's a control... Like, you couldn't control COVID. Um, 100%. You know, so sometimes you do just... You just have to... Yeah, you just have to just think about, okay, what, what can I learn from this? How yeah. can I grow from this? Um, you know, I remember something happened not long ago... And my mum's comment was, oh, this is only just the beginning. You're going to learn so much more in life. So much learning. Like, this is, I was like, I don't want to learn anymore. Yeah. Um, she was like, seriously, though, it's just another thing, thing for you to learn. Yeah. And I'm like, there's going to be so, so many more opportunities to learn. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's, it's important to have that mindset. And you raise a really good point with the control part because that's like a lot of the work that I'll do with clients as well. Because yeah. a lot of our stress and overwhelm comes from trying to control the uncontrollable and then Mm -hmm. I think it's just like a really grounding like exercise and thing to come back to of okay like this has happened yes it's shit what can I control here like what's in my control like my beliefs my thoughts my attitudes the way that I react respond how I look after myself um you know getting really clear on what my next steps are and and moving towards the end goal rather than getting really angry at what we can't control yeah 
100%. Which is true. So rolling into that, I'd love to know how people, what's the process of working with you? What should people go onto your website? What, yeah. What's the next step to work with you? Yeah, well, most people just slide on to, into my DMs on That's Instagram. It. <laughs> um, it's super casual. So um, I'd say Instagram and LinkedIn are where I'm most active. Yeah. Um, I will post the same, like, well, similar content and stuff across my socials. So if something, like if there's event, an event or, yeah. um, like, I've got a free masterclass um, this Thursday, which will be... Um, before this episode goes live (laughs) but things like that i'll post all across um the socials so yeah instagram slide into the dms i always love just connecting and chatting you know with different people and um i have some really like powerful conversations there as well um but yeah i mean anywhere you can find me i'm happy to (laughs) connect and happy to chat perfect and what would um working with you look like would it be, I guess, just a conversation or would it be a bit of a structural type thing? What does that look like? So there's um, a few different ways that we can work together. So I offer a free 30-minute chat for anyone who's Amazing. wanting to find out a bit more about, I guess, what's involved with coaching. Um, they can flesh out their career goals a bit more and really get to understand, um, for me to understand where they're at and where they want to go to see if I can help. Um my signature coaching programs, my three-month um, series, the Career Mover, and then I also offer standalone resume writing um, services, LinkedIn. I do group workshops. Um, yeah, there's a whole whole array, but predominantly <laughs> that three-month series and just standalone services as well that are part of that package, but they might not want yeah. the whole shebang, and that's totally fine. That's amazing. <laughs> I love you do the resume stuff because I remember, I mean... It's just how it worked out. I never really had a resume until I was... Until I... Until you needed one until <laughs> until to, needed, to apply for a job. Until I needed one, yeah. Well, because yeah. I remember the first time I, I got a job when I was 14, um, it was just a matter of my dad went to go get a coffee across the road um, from a shopping centre near my house. And he said, oh, my daughter's just finished <laughs> school for the year. Like, can she come help out? And then I got a job. I love that. And then the next how it should time, be. <laughs> yeah. And then they ended up closing down. There was another coffee shop. And I just went over and was like, oh, I just came from this coffee shop. And yeah. they're like, oh, cool. This, you can do a trial on Monday. So then that happened. Yeah. And I still haven't had a resume up to this point. Yep. And it wasn't until I was really, um, I guess, maybe applying for the internship where I met Coco. <laughs> um, that was the first time my proper, they were like, oh, like, well, you know, let's see what resume you've got and let's work on it. And I'm mm. like, I haven't got one, so I need to do one. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think it's a very important – they should teach these things in school. That would be so important. Oh, trust They're me. Like, yeah, <laughs> I know. makes no sense to me, the school curriculum. I'm no sure sense. it all makes sense for a reason, I guess. I don't know what that is. Don't know what the reason is. <laughs> no. But, yeah, so it's very cool that you, you do offer that. Yeah, I mean, ironically, um, honestly, I had the worst resume when I was <laughs> applying to corporate jobs, and this was, like, not that long ago. I mean, we're looking at end of 2018. Um, so... Yeah, it's, it's, it's stuff I've learned through working in recruitment and looking at thousands of them yeah. day in, day out. Like I can really quickly tell, you know, a good one and a bad one. And yeah. um, it's been interesting recent recently, even with my own mindset, because I've had quite high up professionals, you know, that are the best at what they do and have been in the industry for, for decades, reach out for, for resume writing. I'm like, 
holy shit, I don't know if I can, like, I don't, you know, I, I question my own belief and my own ability. Yeah. And then, yeah. um, like, there was one um, client and he sent me his resume and I was like, we're on the phone. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can definitely help. No, that's, yeah. that's all good because I was like, oh, I don't know. You're very technical. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, I'm enjoying it. It's, it's just great to be able to help people and to give them that little extra boost of, of confidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once after I've actually got my resume written by someone before. Mm, really? There you yeah, go. Back in the day, working at not-for-profit land and wanting to share the ship, not for profits to corporate world. Yeah. Really Work smarter, not harder, yeah, I say. I like <laughs> yeah. yeah, well. Um, well, we're sort of coming to the end of the podcast. This is a fun question we like to end mm-hmm. on, which I'm sure you saw. <laughs> we love to just make, you know us all very human that we all make mistakes yeah. we all mess up multiple times try not to but uh, <laughs> it happens so we'd love to know <laughs> um if you have a great story you want to share with us of a time that you messed up but most importantly how you overcame that and again how you learned from it since we were talking about that before yeah no i love this question and you might be a bit annoyed at my answer and the listeners <laughs> might be as well because i'm like you know the mindset coach part of me is, is coming in and i was actually thinking about it and I just I couldn't pinpoint anything that was a good story and I think I kind of want to flip the question a bit and this might be supportive as well for listeners and and for yourself um something that I've learned from working with my own coach is that like once you remove failure from your vocabulary and like you don't believe that failure is a thing and not that fucking up quote unquote is is a failure but kind of putting it in the same kind of box you either go out and achieve your version of success or you learn something so really on brand for this conversation and and talking about you know what we can learn when we're in those situations and I think because my mindset is so deeply programmed now to not look at fuck-ups or failures it's like a well I either did what I set out to do or I learned something about me or my clients or the world Mm -hmm. or literally anything and so because of that I couldn't I honestly like I know I've fucked up like I'm I'm as, I'm as human as they come like I know I have but I actually like my I, I couldn't pinpoint anything to to bring so I'm I know I've let you down in a way that but I just so I need I need to it's a hard question because obviously you don't like I mean you don't write them down when you mess up no right? you know what I mean you yeah. don't write them down and come gonna take note of that every time I messed up um, well, that's a so, positive yeah. thing, but I do like the way that you spun it a little bit. And I think it's like, yeah, it's very important. The yeah. Learning side of it. Um, and it's more so with, I guess, whatever happens and, um, even whether, I don't know, putting it in, in with what you do, I guess the career coaching side of thing, mm. whether it's a mess up in the sense that, you know, perhaps you go down the right career path, you know, I was going to say like, it yeah. could be saying that. I did a four-year degree and I've got all this hex debt and I'm not a psychologist. Yes. Um, and so, you know, I could look back on look back on that and think, oh, I, you know, wasted four years of my life. And yeah. that, um, you know, on paper could be seen as a fuck-up. But I wouldn't have met the people that I have met. I wouldn't have had a really strong foundation in positive psychology, which I'm really passionate about yeah. with my work. And, 
you might not have even gone to this career coaching. Exactly. I just feel like you had to, you did that those four years to get to here, to get to there, to get to here. Yeah, exactly. It's been, it's so not been like a neat (laughs) path. It's been, God, so many twists and turns. Someone has a neat path because I just don't think. Oh, boring. I think that would be boring. boring. (laughs) So, so boring. Exactly. Maybe my mum with her whole hairdressing thing. That generation just, we'll cancel them out because they're all all they're quite neat boring. and tidy. Yeah, too neat. <laughs> well, thank you so, so much for today. Mm-hmm. I absolutely loved, I always say whenever we have these types of episodes, I could talk about these things for days. Yeah. Um, we have to cut it off at some point. <laughs> That's why I stick to some questions. Yeah. Um, but thank you so much. Thank and you for joining. Yeah, thanks Coco for also just being here. Soaking it all up, absorbing it. (laughs) Thanks so much for having me guys. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning in again today on the podcast. Make sure you follow us on socials at social show ADL to stay updated with the latest episodes. Bye Bye for now. now.